Who wants an A-plus today? Sharon Hornells from here. Get Up and Go Challenge Day 11. Welcome. Here we go. We're over a third of the way done with the challenge already. Yesterday, we brainstormed our list of options, possible things that we could do about the area of our life that we're working on as we go through the SOAP framework, right? SOAP framework. So we talked about our story and our situation. We talked about well, how are we going to get from where we are to where we want to be? What are all the possible options and things we can do? And we brainstormed a list and I'm assuming, I know I shouldn't assume, but I'm going to assume that you did this, that you brainstormed at least 10 things, but you shared at least three in the comments of what you could possibly do to get from where you are to where you want to be. I did it with my left knee. I'm working on my physical of all the seven areas of aspects of my life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial relationships and contribution which area do I want to work on and I picked physical our health because I have based on my vast health challenges and experience learned that if we don't take care of our health if that's not the foundation if we don't have the energy and the physical stamina to do the things we want to do we're in a lot of trouble so as I have discovered my knee is giving me trouble the last month or so, probably more than the last month but the last month in particular and it's keeping me up at night it's to the point where it's keeping me awake at night and if something's keeping me up at night it means I need to pay attention to it so as we're going through the soap model I am using my left knee as the example of something specific that I'm working on to apply this model to you can apply it to great big giant things in your life whole areas of your life or you can apply it to something as specific and seemingly insignificant yet it's impacting other areas of my life therefore it is significant my left knee pain right so what's a stand for what's the a what the heck do we want an a for think back to my college days and my first college course that I ever got an A plus in was logic and if you know me that seems kind of funny I remember being teased by all my friends at the time that I got an A plus in logic because they're like oh my god that class is impossible nobody gets an A plus in that class and then I come to find out that my mom had also when she was in college gotten an A plus in logic and I just laughed because I thought boy if you know either one of us you're like you guys don't seem like the, the logical reasoning type people but I love math and logic is really just about formulas and making it into a math formula and when I realized that connection in my mind logic became super duper easy and actually became really really fun because things don't make sense on the surface but they do make sense if you apply the formula to them it's why I love words and idioms and what things mean so action what does action and how do we apply action to and why is that the next step in our model because guess what nothing happens until we move nothing happens until we do something nothing happens until we take action now we can sit around and we can want things to be different we can want the end result that we're focusing on I want a knee that I don't even think about a pain-free knee I can think about that I can I but guess what if I'm thinking about wanting a pain-free knee my knee is obviously still hurting and I'm gonna keep continuing to have my knee hurt because I'm thinking about it not hurting and our brain as amazing as our brains are they they can't create things in the negative they can only create absolutely what they hear and what they see so if it hears pain my my brain and my subconscious are going to keep giving me pain to my knee they're not going to say they're not going to hear me say I don't want pain I don't want I, I even if I say pain-free guess what they hear pain and so they give me more pain for free Oh, I don't want to do that 
Now, remember we talked a few days ago about frameworks, and one of the frameworks I love is the the five W's and an H, who, what, where, when, why, and how. It comes from my old journalistic days and learning how to remember to get all of the facts and all the information in a, an article or about a subject. We use it on our story. And so what parts of, of the who, what, where, when, why, and how come into play when we're talking about taking action? Well, the, the what, what do we need to do? We already talked about that in our story. The when, when do we need to do it? And then the how, how are we gonna do it? In, in terms of taking action. So we take our list, we take our brainstorm list and we look at that. Well, how do we decide which of those items we're gonna take action on? And there's, there's difficult, challenging, super complicated ways to decide, or there's really easy ways to decide. I say, always go for the simple solution because that's the one you're most likely to implement. You're most likely to take action on if it's simple and easy. And that's why we like habits. If we create habits for things, we do them automatically. Anything we do automatically feels simple and easy because it's part of our routine, our, our rituals, our habits. So how do we decide? How do we decide what is the thing that we should do? Well, we can look at uh, a couple of things. Number one, is it important? If we look at, say we've got 10 things. If we look at our list of 10 things, we can rank them in our minds, and you can do this really, really quickly. Is it important? Is it urgent? How close or how, we're guessing and we're, we're estimating, we're not guessing. How far from where I am to where I wanna be, how much closer to my goal do I think this action will get me? And that's a subjective thing. Um, and then, how much how many resources do I need to make this thing happen if it's something that requires a lot of resources that you don't have right now and you have to get resourceful to go out and get them that might not be the first thing on your list or it might be if it's if it's urgent and if it's important and if you know it's going to get you almost all the way to your goal then you're going to find a way to be resourceful and get the resources that you need but otherwise we tend to go for things that are faster easier um, less resource dependent and that we can do right now uh -huh. we also could use the plus and minus technique, where we just look at each item, what are the positives, what are the negatives of doing this thing right now? Because we're looking for the, the when, and the when of taking action is always right now. What can I do right now to move me toward my goal or objective? The only time we can ever actually act is in the present moment. So now is always the answer to when we want to act and respond to something. So when we're going to take action is always now. One of the biggest things that I've learned over my lifetime is that we're always afraid. We're always afraid to take that next step or we already would have done it. That's why we procrastinate. When we look at, and I look at the reasons that I've ever procrastinated, and just like everybody else, I still find myself procrastinating sometimes. If I'm watching a show or if I'm over-exercising or if I'm sleeping too much or if I'm doing anything that's a sign for me that I'm avoiding making a decision or procrastinating, it's because there's something I'm afraid of. There's something I don't want to do, or there's a belief or, or something playing in my background, playing in my mind that's telling me that not doing this thing is less scary than doing the thing. Guess what? Action trumps fear every single time. Whatever we're afraid of, whenever we just take one step toward it, the fear immediately dissipates. Because what we find out is that 99% of the time, sometimes more the thing that we're afraid of never ever happens um, we, we are afraid it's gonna 
be too hard. We're afraid we're going to fail. We're afraid we're not going to do it. We're afraid we're going to succeed and people are going to judge us. We're afraid people will think we're silly. We're afraid of so many things that it's mind-boggling. But the only way to overcome any fear is to take action toward that. That's what the definition of courage is. Courage isn't the absence of fear. Courage is feeling that fear and just moving forward anyway, taking action anyway. So our action item today is to take action. Do one thing today. Pick one thing from your list of 10, or maybe you'll come up with a different thing. Or just take one action today and immediately that is a part of one of your 10 things that you came up with. Maybe you decide that, I'm trying to think of something. Maybe just I decide I'm going to go to a doctor about my knee, and so all I'm going to do is call and schedule an appointment. Or maybe I'm just going to research and find the best doctor for my knee, right? Now, I already decided, and this is really a radical choice for me, but I am going to try CBD oil on my knee. I uh, got some CBD oil from my mom the other day because she knew my knee was hurting, and so I am going to buck up Buttercup and actually try this topical ointment that she gave me that's a CBD uh, lotion and it's for pain relief and we'll see how that works on my knee. So I'm already, I already know the action I'm gonna take today. It's upstairs, I'm gonna go get it and I'm gonna do that and then I'll, I'll report back how it works. But that's, that's as easy as it has to be or as hard as it has to be. Pick one thing and make a decision and take action toward it. Just immediately do it. And guess what? As you start acting and just immediately taking action, it gets easier and easier and easier and easier. Making decisions becomes easier and easier and easier. Oh, the other decision-making criteria I like to use when I'm trying to make a decision among alternatives is I check in with my head. I, I ask myself, what makes sense logically? I check in with my heart, what feels right for me? And then I always check in with my gut, my intuition. Because I have found that in the past, every time things made sense for my head and my heart, but I didn't check in with my intuition, I have made huge mistakes. I'm talking huge mistakes, not little mistakes like married the wrong person, like uh, didn't take care of myself and had a sudden cardiac arrest, all kinds of things like that. Whenever I don't listen to my gut as well as my heart and my head, I have gotten into trouble. So I recommend always asking yourself, how does this make me feel? And, and do I have an inkling that there's something wrong? I, I chose the wrong business partner, really bad business partner, because I didn't listen to my intuition. I listened to my head, it looked good on paper. Every mistake I've ever made that I they didn't listen to all three has turned out less than optimal. You know, I'm still here, so obviously I survived it all, but it made the journey a little bit more challenging than it really needed to be. So if I can help you anyway, any questions about this, hit me up in the comments below. Otherwise, just share the one action item thing that you're going to do today or that you did. Let's say that you did today. So I'm going to use CBD oil on my knee. Share yours in the comments below. If I can help you in any way, ask. Otherwise, I'll be with you tomorrow and we will talk about the P in soap because we need the whole framework in order for it to work for us so we can install it in our subconscious and make sure that we're automatically getting better results every time we face a change or challenge. All right, have an awesome day and I'll, of course, be with you tomorrow.